spoiler alert. Oh, fuck! This is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos. So what, no fucking ZD now? This week on No Fucking ZD, we're talking chit-chat rooms, loving someone like a brother-in-law, and letting Phil slide on the vitamins. If it makes you feel any better, I've been looking for a new job every day online. It's an all-new episode of No Fucking ZD. To, uh, to so hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, oh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I just want to hear the hey, hey, hey's. <laughs> uh, welcome to No Fucking ZD. Uh, we're we're almost there. We're at uh, we're at the end of Vito. We're, we're th- almost almost there. We're almost almost there. We're low yeah. key almost there. Yeah, we uh, we woke up today and decided, you know, we'll do one this week, and so. <laughs> We'll do one. Here we are. We're doing do, one. Do you ever do one? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing one. Yeah. I've done a couple. Totally. Yeah. I mean, we're... I can't believe that next episode, next week, whatever the yeah. fuck, is the season finale of 6A. Of 6A, yeah. And for contractual reasons, we much must call it that. Right. It's really the end of season six. Right, yeah. But um, there's a whole salary negotiation thing that yeah. we're not going to get into. Um, we're still not getting paid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unfortunately. We have no one to negotiate with. Remember when we started the season six months ago? Wow. <laughs> Here we are now. Nope. Uh, um, <laughs> it is uh, a happy Easter, by the way. It is about the Easter baskets this week. Um, yeah, actually, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good recurring joke. Yep. It's about the Easter baskets. We've made baskets. it a recurring one, yeah. <laughs> <Basically>, <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. That's a good... I mean, I, I fucking love this episode. We get... Yeah. This is classic... Um, I, I mean, it's it's funny because it kind of turns it on its head a little bit with some of the subject matter. Mm-hmm. What with the uh, the veto and the and the Jimbo and whatnot, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the pool cue, but uh, it's it's kind of a classic, you know, chaser uh, penultimate pre fuck. What am I trying to yeah. say? Yep. The, the penultimate episode of the season where the meat is. Yeah, usually this yeah. is the, the violent episode, and it certainly is. It's super fucking yeah. crazy. But we get. Maybe my favorite death scene of my my maybe my favorite like like death uh, execution of a murder. The we're talking Fat Dom. Fat we Dom. Talk, yeah, we're yeah, talking Fat Dom. No, yeah. Vito. I, I don't like seeing Vito go. Yeah, it's a tough that's one. hard for me every time. The Dom. Yeah. So one of the one of the deaths is unsurprising. I mean, you kind of had an idea that as soon as you see Vito driving back to New Jersey, this is not going to end well. Yeah. The other one comes out of. Out of nowhere. I mean, you know, I think we meet Fat Dom a couple episodes ago, probably, yeah. or even in this one. No, we must have seen him before. We probably have seen him before, but like lurking. Yeah, just kind of in the background. But then, but then he sort of winds up. You know, we see him in that hotel room with Vito. Right. Yeah. With the poop with the pool cue and the whatnot. Yeah. Not yeah. in the closet, Fat Dom. No. Not in but the closet. There is one person who does come out of it in that scene. Yep. And uh, <laughs> um, with the whole the the premise that the entire podcast is based on. <laughs> yeah. This is what we've been waiting for. Yeah. I can't believe we made it. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um. So let's let's dive right in. Well, I am. Okay. Uh, I mean, but I mean, we could talk about the fat Don death since we were already in there. It's, 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 first of all, they're cooking like yep. lots of utensils, lots of heat, lots of meats and yeah. tomatoes and shit like that. Uh, Carlo in an apron. I mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but if there's one person you don't want to make jokes about, like gay jokes about, it's probably Carlo. Carlo. Yeah. He took the veto thing maybe the most seriously. I mean, Tony was yeah. going to have Carlo kill him if, uh, if Phil didn't get there first. Yeah. So. He was all fucking hot to trot. Yeah. And even Carlo after Vito gets killed comes in and, and is like, you got to admire Phil for doing this, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Carlo. Yeah. I'll talk with him. Right. Right. Um, completely misinterpreting the situation, by the way. Uh, how so? Because he's like basically saying, yeah, like Phil stands for something. Make America great again. Like right. That's sort of like what Carlo thinks it is, but he's a fucking, Carlo's kind of an idiot. Yes, he is. Yeah. And Crazy so. He's wearing that red hat too, by the way. Years <laughs> in advance. Yeah. Years in Yeah. yeah so. Um, it, but so he's kind of an idiot, totally misinterpreting it. Even yeah. if it, even to interpret it the way that Tony interprets it, interprets it is wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to that. But 
but basically Dom takes it a little little far. One of the least skilled ball breakers I think I've ever seen on the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he had the advantage of uh I mean, New York kind of did win this little tennis match here um as far as the mob world is, is concerned, you know, they got rid of uh, a gay man, which is just like one of the cardinal sins of the mafia. Yeah, and so they, I guess they get points for yeah, being more for that. old school and shit. And for being, you know, I mean, it's like we've been saying this whole season like being more masculine, quote unquote, you know, like they yeah. got to like take out like this uh, you know, this a effeminate uh, uh, Jersey guy that, that they can kind of like they're swinging yeah. their dick around, you know, it's like we're in New York. You guys, this little pygmy crew. Yeah. Uh, well, and... at least that's how fat Dom felt about it. But yeah, but I think that Vito got whacked because someone Dom's boss was a little scared. Yeah. More on that later. <laughs> okay. Um, well, it, even if the, that's true for Phil, for everyone else, they do look at it like it's yeah. like this is like a black stain on our on our like manliness of the mob. You know, you can't yeah. have a gay person here because it's just uh, the way the twisted way they look at it. Yeah. It's 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 no good. Um, <laughs> we can't have a leather daddy in the, right. in, in the yeah. crew. Yeah. I mean, but like just the way he gets he just takes a little too far. Vito cracks him over the head. Yeah. But I think Vito cracks him over the head. Or, uh, uh, Sil, you Sorry, Sill yeah. cracks him over the head. I think that Sill cracks him over the head not because he's he's so afraid of the homoeroticism. I think he's just pissed that that uh that that fat Dom is uh dancing on this dude's grave so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. A cool some of it, yeah. You know, he's very progressive. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. He probably he's he's probably uh uh who was that guy? Uh, the uh, he's like the Kasich. He he'd probably vote for Kasich. He's like, you yeah. know, that guy. Everyone else is a little much. This this Kasich guy. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He definitely he voted for stomach. Kasich. Yeah, yeah. But like, I think that he cracked him for that reason. And then, but then Carlo was like super hot to trot and fucking stabs him with the giant knife, which I love. Mm-hmm. That scene has a lot of references to like Goodfellas, mm-hmm. them them eating and like shaving the garlic, and also. Uh, 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 in got in the Godfather, um, when they're getting ready to send Michael in to shoot the the police, uh, the police chief mm-hmm. in the uh, in the restaurant, uh, he's making he's making the meatballs and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that shot when they when they get Dom and you can I mean you can hear Sil yelling like Carlo no, but yeah. like he fucking goes for it. <laughs> but when they when Dom gets like launched onto that table, it's fucking incredible yeah it is and the the little detail of the cell phone ringing after is just great yeah yeah it's really good and it it, it, but it just reminds me so much of blood like early godfather blood Uh, yeah yeah. you know what i mean not necessarily the second one but the first one in particular like the way they had blood just like really there was a lot of it in in the godfather in particular yeah like and and an over-the-top almost like hyper real way but like i mean i don't know i've never seen someone get stabbed to death but yeah not that many times yeah 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 not today at least (laughs) um last night was crazy though uh Yeah, it's a great, great, great scene. I mean, you know, yeah. you can kind of feel the tension building, and um, and for ten or eleven episodes now, we've been kind of waiting for these big things to happen, and they have mostly avoided them. Um, right. I mean, Rusty gets killed. Now looking back, I can't even remember who dies in this in the season, but Rusty. there's not a lot. Rusty for sure. Yeah, there's like, I mean, Tony gets shot, so that's kind of a big deal. But there's not a whole lot of yeah. uh, um, you know, I think people were feeling antsy at this point. Which is maybe yeah. kind of the point because I'm sure you know um, all the characters like Vito and Tony they're all trying to like you know tone it down a little bit and not get blowjobs in cars from strippers yeah. and you know work regular jobs and 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 it's just ultimately really boring and they can't take it and yep. I feel like up to this point the audience is maybe feeling that too you know if you're watching week to week especially completely so pretty satisfying to get this this old school yeah like bloodbath bloodbath yeah scorsese coppola yeah they're both in the scene super super yeah yeah super hardcore shit i love that tony walks in yeah and he puts his hands in the air yep no touching it's a good scene it's a good scene like the pacing picking up and everything it's just it's nice yeah yeah it's really good i mean i think that uh so i mean dom was kind of dancing on Vito's grave we both know as well as some of the folks who have seen the show that Dom mm-hmm. was a party to murdering Vito. Yeah. They um, might not know that for sure, but uh, they know, but they don't know kind of thing. They know, but they yeah. know that they're, they're pissed off at Phil and his crew for, for, uh, you know, emasculating them so publicly. Yeah. And, and yeah. And then I think you're right. I think it's like, they're also, 
you know, Vito was there every single day for years. So and made them all a lot of fucking money. Yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, there's no way. I mean, if this were a show about the other guys, then we'd probably be talking about this or they would have sort of brought it to the forefront a little bit. But they all have got to have misgivings about this guy being murdered for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was their buddy for so long and he was really loyal. And, you know, I like when Tony says, you know, if he wanted to pursue that lifestyle, he should have done it, done so quietly. Right. And then still kind of does the classic. Like, it's great timing. He thinks for like a couple of beats and like computes and then he's like but he was wasn't he yeah yeah you know and it's just it's you can't not feel for the guy no that's for sure yeah even even in even in that context i think yeah and i think especially once everyone hears how they did it you know that reaction around the table when bobby comes in with his eye patch on i love that yeah um and tells them what happened and everyone just kind of like you know they have to just look away literally um you know clearly doesn't feel great about it the look on his face. He has yeah. kind, of an, uh, kind of like a pissed off uh, look on his face. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's, um, you know, when you're all riled up and, and ready to go to war at first, it's probably kind of exciting. And like, you're like, fuck yeah, we're going to do this. But then once something that something like that happens, I mean, there's no coming back from someone being murdered. No, it probably is. Uh, you know, well, and Polly's the one who's actually seen them go to the mattresses and he doesn't want that to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? He knows that he's lucky that he didn't go down with the ship. Right. Um, at that point, And he probably, you know, he, they like playing cards and eating dinner and shit. Yeah, you know? it's, it's much easier. Yeah, I mean, Tony's been <laughs> it's it's easier than going to war, and uh, Tony's yeah. been avoiding it as well. And and uh, I think it takes like a psychic toll on Tony too, who's like I said, has been trying to sort of pretend to be straight and narrow this season. Yeah, um, really wanted to avoid something like this. I think not yeah. that he's like squeamish about putting a hit out, hit on on somebody, but you no. know, no, you're totally it's right. Tough, it's tough. I mean, it is, yeah, and and he he didn't make the decision to whack Vito lightly either. No, you know what no. I mean. But it's an inter- it's really great writing that he decides to, and then the rug kind of gets still gets pulled out from under him. Yeah. Um. But that brings us to Phil. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how it's not clear to people. Like, so there's so much evidence. Mm-hmm. It's huge, and not even just like the metaphorical like imagery evidence. Like, you know, him coming out of the closet is a pretty big indicator. That is uh, quite the image. It's an interesting yeah. choice, right? Like that and uh, and someone else, someone tweeted at us about this last week, but uh, that and when Vito and uh, Jimbo have sex and the, they cut to the train going into the tunnel. I are two, love that. Or two very on the nose images from the show. It was fucking, the, the, the train I think is hilarious. Yeah, I guess they just couldn't help themselves. <laughs> it's just like they had to throw, I mean. We it's, know all about immature humor here at well, uh, and NFC. It's, and it's also so. a little bit sped up, and then the, there's like yeah. the noise. It's almost like a Monty Python moment. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like I always thought it was so out of nowhere, but I thought the train going into the tunnel was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, um, but okay, so that's one thing. Uh, 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 Phil coming out of the closet. Literally. Right. Um, and I love how it's like this like accordion door closet. And yeah. he kind of he looks like a fucking vampire. It's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> and he comes out saying, I'm gay. Yeah, exactly. Which is also pretty on the nose, but listen, I want to tell you guys something. Yeah, yeah. Um, By the way, you're gonna have to kill me too. Yeah. So you're gonna Phil have to dies. kill me too. Um, <laughs> no, but so there are a few things. First of all, if we back up a little bit. You know, I, we mentioned this once before, but uh, it's Lou Costello, by the way. They meet at Lou Costello Memorial. Uh, that oh, guy with the, the hat and the uh, little baseball bat. Yes. Still don't know who that is, but that's, the, you know. The statue. The statue. That they meet at, yeah. Yeah. F- Phil calls Tony all the way out to, uh, you know, to wherever the fuck that is. <laughs> Still don't know. Um, Our intern's looking it up. Yeah, He's exactly. Very slow. He's slow, at the library. Slow Googler. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, you know, he calls him all the way the fuck out there just to talk about that shit. And he's like so fired up about it. Yeah. And they, and they were getting along really well with the fucking, even with the vitamins and stuff like that. Like Tony let him slide, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like they were actually, the thing is that they were actually like making good deals and it was pretty harmonious you know what i mean but the vitamins thing was they had a deal to do uh some kind of vitamin heist if you will and phil stole some for himself it sounds like right or like some some of it went missing and tony kind of knows that phil took it or something like that or is it the other way around i think what happened was because because this got brought up during the saint al zaire festival Mm. and that's the truck uh, that right. you know that they Phil, don't tell Johnny about that they don't tell Johnny about. That's, yeah. yeah, that's the first move into toward like you know Phil Bostom, right? And um, basically, from what I understand, is that they had to move it and and unload it in a different state. Mm. So Phil probably paid 
Tony for it. Like they probably just made a transaction. I see. He was like, yo, you take the truck, just pay me. And like, you guys can do what you want with it. And it sounds like what happened was Phil, Phil probably didn't pay the full price that they agreed on. Oh, okay. okay. And That's so, what it is. but his excuse is that there were like cartons ripped open, that there were vitamins everywhere and that they couldn't sell as many of them as they thought. Gotcha. So, um, you know, but Tony thinks it's bullshit or whatever. Yeah. Or he's just trying to put up a fight because yeah. that's what you do. But he's mostly still trying to keep the peace and is willing to put up with it. Yeah, it seems like it's working out, you yeah. know, even with John folding laundry, <laughs> you know. Um, but then Vito. But then Vito. Phil somehow hears that he's back or figures out that... He finds out from his uh, cousin or whatever. Yeah, uh, or he goes Vito's to the house wife. and he can tell, yeah, he can tell that Marie is uh, hiding something, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. As one does. Right. And... And he, he, he just hits the roof. He goes fucking crazy. And he, yeah. he, he needs like an immediate meeting with Tony and he's just yelling at him about it. And Tony's like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, literally, I think that even in the lexicon of the mafia, this is still like, what the, f- why is this guy so obsessed with this? Like, yeah, who, yeah. like who cares? I'm figuring it out, you know? Um, so there's that. Cause Phil is just terrified that since Vito's back, like the secret's going to get out. Hmm. The other thing is, um, all of the stuff with they show so many of Phil's like little exchanges with people in his personal life, mm-hmm. like when he's talking to his wife and he's talking about his slacks and the Korean and and you know and all that stuff. How the or it's the the guy's losing his eyesight, so yep. he like fucked up his <laughs> forty seven years old. Yeah, yeah. Um, and his wife is going on and on and on about like sins and the father and whatever, and they pick up people in bars, and he's just ignoring it. You know, he's like kind of shining her on. It's very clear that he doesn't care that it's so obvious. Yeah. Like if he cared so much, a Fenoik in the crew, he would be like gabbing with his wife about it. He'd be yeah. like, I know it's outrageous, blah, 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 blah. He doesn't say any of that to her. True. He's just like, I know that's, yeah, it's crazy. You know, like that kind of vibe. Yeah. And then same thing at the funeral or not. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not the f- funeral. Maybe it's the memorial, but some amazing humor there where, where he, the guy's watching the, the, the muscle man, the bodybuilding guy. He's like, turn that off. I think that that's another sign that like, it's yeah. a joke about Phil's like trying to be this straight guy and he's like having to bury his lover and stuff like that. But like, you know, it's, it's, I, that was a funny joke moment, but he just like, and the way that he talks about Vito is just, it's just phony. You know, he's like, I loved him like a brother-in-law. That's a fucking great line. <laughs> That's a really good line. <laughs> it's like such great com- comic delivery yeah. from him. And then there's the murder scene, which is like, he comes out of the closet. Why the fuck would, would a boss be at a whacking like that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. They tape his mouth. And then, and when Vito sees Phil... That's when he's really afraid Mm -hmm. because he super knows what's about to happen. And Mm. Phil does his best to kind of like be, you know, uh, be tough and, and he taunts him a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but then as it's happening, like, you know, you see the hand and he's like, he's kind of wincing a little bit. It's definitely, yeah, he's, he's pretty affected by it. He had to see it with his own eyes to make sure that the secret died with Vito. Yeah. It's over. It's, it's empirical, and there's a lot there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. You, I think you could read it a couple ways, and and that's definitely one of them. And then o- overall, they're trying <laughs> yeah. to emasculate Phil, no question. Or uh, I don't mean to say it like that necessarily, but you mean the the writers are trying to make well, him, yeah, yeah, because. Like, He's been this tough guy all along, like the the most vocal about it, like mm-hmm. kind of like Carlo, and um, and then in this episode. I don't think this is the first time we've met his wife, but it's one of the first times we've been at home with Phil and like, she's no picnic. She's no picnic. And she's the one in control. I mean, in that scene, he takes his pants off and then she's literally the one wearing the pants in the relationship. <laughs> and, like yeah, he's lying call. there just like, you know, and she, she's in control. And I, I, so I think you could, you could read it that way too, where it's like, He's been this, um, you know, all about the machismo all along and like, and like, uh, we meet him and he's like abusing, uh, Lorraine Caluso and he's like this like tough guy who treats women like, you know, really poorly. And, yeah. and then it turns out, you know, this week we see that, that his wife is really the one in control and he's not. And then next week he cries with Tony. So like, I think it's a little bit about that too, is yep. that, uh, a lot of the time it's like, um, you know, to quote Kim Jong Un, who recently said that the uh, 
I think something like the most the most scared or smallest dog barks the loudest. Uh, <laughs> I think that's that kind of applies to Phil a little bit. He, uh, yeah, and he's know? scared that his he's scared that his little uh, his little closet secret is going to get out. Yeah. You know, he's and very uncomfortable about he's all, very all uncomfortable. Of this. And, yeah. and by the way, I, I like there's other there's stuff that people point me to all the time. Like, oh, you see him see him with a woman. Yeah. When um, next week? Yeah. Next week when the wire room gets blown up. Okay. Yeah. True. That's fine. It doesn't mean he didn't bang Vito. It doesn't mean he couldn't love another man. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not one or the other yeah you know like people try to point me in all these directions where they're like yeah phil was with a woman or or you know phil's like really macho and i'm like that doesn't mean he didn't pursue a secret relationship with a man you know you know what i mean like this isn't 1951 (laughs) you know yeah it's like we know more about sexuality that like it could totally be the case you know what i mean yeah um it's just it's all there it's all there right in front of us (laughs) yeah um no, my mom is calling guys. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hi, mom. Uh, yeah, I mean it. So it does. It, it emotionally affects him for sure. You but know, also, even after it's done, he's why show Phil so much? Like, what would he have to do with this? If, you, uh, why show his personal life and stuff like that if that if that weren't the case? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, why would he be? It would be a pointless feature, and that's why I think a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's interesting. It's so ambiguous." You know? Yeah. I mean, it is ambiguous, but I yeah, I guess I would just say the, the just to kind of like you know you're peeling the peeling the onion layers back a little bit. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Of course, um, of course. And uh, and and it'll play into his decision next week to kind of drop the war for now. I think, right? Like. Yeah, because when he has I, that heart I, attack. I think that he's like running. I think that he's upset about it, and he has the heart attack. I think it's clearly that he has the heart attack because he just whacked his lover. You know, <laughs> like he's overwhelmed. He's feeling terrible. Yeah. Um, he acts very strange in the wake of this. Not like normal Phil. Yeah, I mean, he's up. There's just a random shot of him up late at night, kind of just thinking. Yeah. Um, What's yeah, he got to think know. about? He's boss. It's you tough, know. Yeah. I mean, I, they're they're also worried about like how manly they are or whatever it's like tough to I say i know it's even it's, the aj stuff in this episode um you know we round out the first half of those yeah yeah uh, very um, good yeah i love it <laughs> uh you know i mean tony's so worried about him i mean on the one hand i think that he tony knows that he's as sensitive as aj or mm-hmm. he used to be as sensitive as aj but uh tony sees the fills of the world and knows that Mm-hmm. or at least is just convinced that like someone like AJ wouldn't be able to survive and that kind of in the world being this like sensitive little kid. And, and yeah. there's a lot of like bitterness and resentment there. And also just, uh, you know, I think that he's trying to balance like the way he would be a father or the way his father treated him mm-hmm. versus like Carmela's method, you know, that he talks about in therapy a little bit. Um, yeah, you know he doesn't really know how to reconcile all of it. But in this episode, he moves toward. By the way, it's fucking hilarious that like the they have they have one of the classic AJ arguments when he gets canned from Blockbuster. Oh yes, where yeah, like it's just like he's talking <laughs> he's talking in circles. Yep, like he he just like acts like he has no idea why everyone's upset about this. Yep, and it's just he's still he's as good as ever. You know what I mean? He just <laughs> he still got it. And some great lines in that scene. Some great lines like when he's. <laughs> She says, I went to Red Cinderella Man, and you know what I found out? And he goes, it's still a classic. Which is funny, because I remember when this season was coming out, there was like an Entertainment Weekly article where a writer must have been on set for this episode, and like they talked about this scene. They didn't say like what the context was really. Mm-hmm. And the the at least in this article, Tony originally says it still sucks. Instead of saying it's still a classic, he says it still sucks. <laughs> really? And so something made them... I guess they they probably realized that Tony probably would have really loved that movie and yeah. <laughs> not have the taste to say that it sucks. Or did they get scared about saying it? Or, I, I don't know, but I just always... <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's way funnier for him to say it's it still is, a classic. It is. Yeah, I guess you know? that's probably what it is more than anything. <laughs> um, and actually, speaking of changes, before we move on too much from the Vito thing, I was reading today that uh, apparently they shot four different endings for Vito's character. And no shit, because uh, Joe Ganascoli went on Howard Stern the next day and said that there were four different endings that they shot for Vito, and what made it to the screen was way less brutal than what they actually shot for that scene. Apparently, no shit. so I mean, this is you know who knows. Um, I think they chose the right thing. You know, yeah, I, I agree. It was brutal and sad, but like not overstated. Yeah, you know what I mean. 
but like, so they probably shot some sort of crazy ass torture scene or something I guess, like that. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't see that. To no, be me too. That would have yeah. been too much, and it would have been like too sad. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so AJ, AJ is uh, AJ sucks. Still, yeah. it's great. <laughs> Lost his job at Blockbuster. Um, hanging out in chit chat rooms, just giggling like a schoolgirl. He does the dude. Everything <laughs> this dude does is funny. When he's like looking at the computer, just giggling his ass off. Yeah. You want to go smack him? Like, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, he, and we've all we all did that. <laughs> you know, that's, I that's still kind of do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I saw a guy on the on the subway today, and he opened his cell phone. He got a text, and he was like, <laughs> like, and I was just like, you fucking AJ Soprano. <laughs> that's what he looks like. Yeah. I have a Slack chat with some friends from back home, and this is that's why. So, at in my 30s, I'm still acting like AJ. But you're doing, doing it on Slack. That's, on Slack, that's yeah. Hilarious. So, it's kind of like it feels like an official you work have to pay related. for it. Uh, this one, you don't. We, did, oh. we just did the free one. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tony is uh, he's he's looking around the world and seeing the people he's he's, he's around and how they treat or how they expect a, a, a man to act and just mm-hmm, knows mm-hmm. that AJ isn't doing that. Um, I do like that, you know, but Melfi kind of points out to him that like a lot of the stuff that Tony is, uh, depressed about or repressing or dealing with in therapy is that like, he kind of wasn't allowed to be that way. Right, so, right, right, right. Yeah. I like the scene, you know, I mean, he ultimately loses his cool and smashes the, <laughs> smashes the windshield, but I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a really well-written scene where well, he, he's slipping toward doing things the way that he's always sort of talked about doing. Yeah. Which is like putting up, you know, t- uh, taking a hard line mm-hmm. and saying, you're going to go to this thing, but then really backing it up by being a fucking super tough guy mm-hmm. because Anthony's not buying it. He's like, kind of like whatever. He's like sort of shit talking. It's like a little bit Jerry Springer style. He's like, well, you know, da, da, da. yeah, like you're not really going to, you know? Yeah. And then he smashes the windshield and it gets him into shape. It, I mean, it actually works. It I mean, does. Let's yeah. be honest. I mean, he's up the next morning, um, and, ready and, to go with his, his two hoodies on. <laughs> two hoodies on, drinking a Gatorade. His yep. English teacher was fucking right too. The world do- does need plenty of ditch diggers, and he's a union ditch digger yeah. now. You know, <laughs> like this guy was not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, he's a ditch digger, digger, and his dad had to get him the job. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how far he got. Right. Um, and I'll have to quit when he goes back to school, but it's cool. They deal with that all the they time. They deal with that all the time. <laughs> you know, I just as soon keep looking online. Yeah. <laughs> Tony says, I'm sure you would. Um, um, Tony's, Tony's like, you know, he's, he's not going to deal with this shit anymore. Um, and honestly, like we're looking down the barrel at like the best days that AJ has ever had, you know, coming up, yeah, coming up at the construction site. He's got pals. He's working hard. He's banging that fucking crazy hot, like paper office lady whatever mm-hmm. the fuck yeah um she just does paperwork they don't really get into the details of her she's like i just did your paperwork <laughs> it's good enough for me it's good enough for me yeah, yeah whatever <laughs> that's <laughs> what like i say that. at work oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but like you know aj's actually getting set up for something fucking really 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 serious yeah aj's gonna have probably a pretty comfortable life and he doesn't have to do much <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is really annoying nope but um he gave us a lot of comic relief over the years. So I uh, guess there's more to come. There is more to come. There's certainly there's more a to lot come. more to come. Yeah. I think next week is pretty AJ heavy. And, uh, and then the whole final season, maybe, you know, again, fathers and sons are coming up, you know, the first like three seasons of the show is all about the mom. And now we're dealing a lot with that. Even, uh, Vito's son who has some, uh, you know, I mean, who's very sad he's because very his dad sad. gets murdered yeah <laughs> um, we don't really see much of him up until this point and now he has two pretty big scenes and of course next season uh he and phil will have a nice afternoon getting some ice cream and there's, hanging no, out. there's no eating in the car yeah. <laughs> um yeah so some good stuff yeah it's, i'm 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 i don't know if i'm gonna say i'm excited about that but i like I like the show. It's still. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, but it's sad. Everything we're talking about sounds cool. It's fucking sad. Well, oh, one of the things I wanted to say about my whole Phil thing is that, like, you know, one of the, it seems very obvious to me, but like, one of the reasons why I get people's skepticism is because it took me like seven. I watched the. It took me like seven times watching the series to yeah. to pick up on all this stuff. Yeah. So. It's out. You're not the only one, though. I mean, I I went back and just like checked the the uh, AV Club article about this, and mm-hmm. and there's there's talk of that. Yeah, That's, they, that was like six or seven in, years they, ago. They don't bite into it like like we bite into it, right? You you know, know? We're biting right into we're, that, we, that veto apple. Yeah, you bark, I bite, yeah. baby. That's, that's what I have to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, no. So I get it. So whatever. Fuck it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, who knows? I mean, whatever. Nobody knows anything. Yeah. 
Um, no. I mean, I know, but I don't know. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, so, yeah, this is uh, Vito. We'll see you at the crossroads. Um, he uh, gets... Uh, He's not a secret agent no, or whatever. Not, not in the CIA. Bad scene there. Well, the whole thing. I mean, it's funny. I was watching it with uh, my fiance, and um, she was oh. like... She was just saying, I don't think she had seen this episode, but she knew the outcome, and she was just like, oh, it's so obvious he's going to die in this, in this, you know, in this episode. But, like, watching it the first time, it's, they do a good job of making it surprising and, and yeah. not surprising at the same time. He says his goodbyes to everybody. He calls Jimbo one last time. Um, oh, that's a good call. You know? I didn't so. realize that. Yeah, we do get one last moment of Jimbo, and he tells him to go fuck himself, basically, which um, I'm yeah. super down with, because that's the real world, baby. Yeah. <laughs> You're an asshole. You can't pay your way back into the real world. That's you know? true. Although Vito's plan's not a bad plan, and Tony knows it. You know? They would have made just a little extra cash. He wouldn't have been around. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, but why <laughs> so, I mean, he, it's not a big deal at all. Why but would he what need I mean, to but... be a mafia guy to do that? That's my question. Well, I, I guess he could reconnect with his family if the, he was an AC. Yeah. Well, and the protection of being a made guy is kind of nice, you know? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, totally. then, like, Phil, although Phil kills him in the end, it, like, theoretically, Phil couldn't come after him if he was a made guy in Tony's crew without there being, like, a major... Uh, you know, shake up, shake up. Yeah. Sit down, shake up rumpus. Mm hmm. But yeah, well, see you at the crossroads. Yep. Them's the breaks. Yeah, I guess. Yep. All right. I need a break. Okay. I'm fucking dying here. <laughs> We're going to take a nap on, on the same couch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. No fucking ZD is brought to you by movie posters, stand-ups, standees. This whole thing's bullshit. Most of that stuff gets thrown out anyway. I can't believe they let us just record at this boulangerie. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the people watching yeah. is just unparalleled. <laughs> um, welcome back. To, to the Paris podcast. To the Paris podcast. Yeah. Let's talk Paris. Um, I'm for it. I'm for it too. Like the fries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pomme Alumet. Yeah. Yo, Tony and Carmela have the dumbest phone conversation when she calls. I know. And uh, she also calls like immediately after he's found out about Vito and he just plays it totally cool. I know, and, like, it's kind of amazing. Happened. And then yeah. they get right back into the conversation once Carm hangs up. Yeah. But like if I was out of town or if or if my girlfriend was out of town um and like she called and we had a conversation on that level. I definitely hear about it, like, right. She'd be like, that was a bad conversation. That's yeah. all you got. And be like, okay, <laughs> you don't miss me. Sorry. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, and his jokes are just super dumb. And yeah, one right after the other how's, too. How's just, the toast? Yeah. <laughs> Full of dad jokes. Yeah. And also just, he keeps talking about how the frogs are so lazy and like all this shit. Yeah. It's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> As he sits in the back of a deli, just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so Carmela, uh, she has her like uh, her kind of purgatory trip, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, she does. I, she kind of realizes that she doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Um, yep, that's it. Isn't that mostly it? That's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, she's it's like a total fish out of water thing because yeah, you know, Carmela, who's uh, the queen of Jersey back home, is just so out of place. Yeah, and um, you know, it's like when she hung out with. Uh, Wegmans, Wegler, whatever, whatever the guy's name is, <laughs> how just out of touch or uh, uncultured she felt. She yeah. kind of feels the same way in Paris. And then, um, 
And yeah, she has this realization that Tony's sort of had as Kevin Finnerty in that, yeah. um, you know, this is all someday just going to mean kind of almost basically nothing. And um, yeah. Yeah. And she starts the trip out like sort of toward the beginning, you know, they see these jewels and stuff. She's like a woman just like us probably wore those. Right. And it's just like, oh, that's what's most interesting about it. Like you relate to these like women who like had no, no rights. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that. And, like, or just like the, like some wife of like a merchant or something. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking crazy how that happens. It is. Um, it's, she it was, lives in such a tiny little world. Exactly. Is basically yeah, it. she does. Um, this one, these women must've been so proud. They're being decorated, you know? And it's like, you have a fundamental misunderstanding of history. Right. You know? She does. She's yeah. Um, they nail like all the aspects of international travel really well. Just when you first get there and it's, you know, you get in the cab and they're not playing like love on Rose. It's like some just right. hip hop. You it's just French can't rap. even understand. Fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, and it doesn't look anywhere near as exciting as it does. And all the photos online, yep. all, all the, go- the Google images. I mean, it's beautiful, uh, but like course, you, you have yeah. to sort of look for it. She's like looking at a map the whole time and they had, they have the, that moment where they're on the bridge and they look and they're like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, it's so silly. Yeah. But it, I mean, it, but that's like, they're just completely unable to like soak it up. They're like, we have this to-do list and we got to go see all these things, but it's just like completely not stopping to like actually soak it up or like, they don't get it. You know what I mean? I mean they don't. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess, yeah, they don't. I mean, they're like stressed out. They're like, my glove, I left my glove and the Toulouse-Lautrec placemats yeah. and like all that shit. And then like, but they finally at some point realize that it's just like, just being, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's it. Just, just be there. Yeah. Uh, Ro sort of gets that. I mean, she... She's banging a 26-year-old. Yeah. Michelle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, she, you know, Carmela is having this like existential crisis that I feel like we've yeah. all had at some point or another. Or yeah, not I mean, that like, bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Traveling though, I feel like I've oh, had traveling. That. Yeah. When you're traveling, you kind of do. You know, like I remember the first time I flew to another country and like I was like coming in on the plane and you could just look down and actually see cars driving. And I just had this like I was like, oh my god, there's actually like there are actually a bunch of people here. Yeah, and they just exist. You know, even even when you're whether you're there or not. And yeah. you know, for me, it's, it's always a wild the- trip. For me, it's always the ground crew because you're just like, oh, that guy works here and he's yeah. a Frenchman or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not It's not just like the people you see on TV. It's like there are people just with regular ass fucking jobs like everywhere. Yeah. And they're all just the main character in their own Sopranos show. Yeah. Uh, or S- podcast. Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> they have their own podcast. Everyone in, Fr- everyone in Paris has a podcast. Yeah. Um, it's the podcast capital of the world, actually. Is it really? Yeah, that's a true fact. <laughs> Paris is, yeah, Paris is great for podcasts, yeah. I'm told, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's kind of realizing that, uh, well, she brings it up, the who am I, where am I going thing. I mean, she sort of realizes that. Good call. Uh, and so this is and like. The answer is nowhere. Nowhere at all. Yeah. yeah. Back home to Jersey where it's like, you know, it, it probably, it, it just gets forgotten really. Where you she know? made her bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what it is. But it's the same for everyone. Like, even if you don't have this like questionable lifestyle mm. with like lots of sort of ethical dilemmas packed into it you know yeah it's well, the same with everybody uh having a, a, a revelation like that and then just having to go back to life or a, no just or, having a nothing life in general like oh, none yeah. of it, you know like the, nothing matters like it's all like we're doing a podcast like <laughs> yeah, it's so funny I know, exactly on like a cosmic level like it's hilarious yeah you know what i mean well this is being shot out into space so there's, oh yeah there's, nasa is burning this on to the uh the 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 history of the world on yeah. the on the international space station i forgot about that yeah so that's a that, that was a big true. get for us yeah um that was hard it was we had to pay them a lot all of our money basically yeah and all all eight hundred dollars that's, <laughs> that's what why it, we that's needed. what it was yeah. for exactly uh oh man can't wait to get that back um yeah it's deductible <laughs> hopefully you have to have income to do that um uh, but yeah i mean she's um it, it is a lot like the the epiphany that Tony had in uh, in in Costa Mesa, I mm-hmm. think, and even they connect it, they they tie it together with the the image of the the beacon on top of the Eiffel Tower at the end. It's a right. lot like the beacon Tony saw, and she is just kind of she's. I don't think she ever like really like crosses the line, but she's towing the line of kind of like understanding that a lot of the stuff that she worries about and a lot of stuff that goes on in her life like are things that she could probably just let go of. Yep. Um, you know, but but like you said, yeah, she's she's made her bed. She has to come home to that house where AJ just doesn't care that she's there. <laughs> and and she's, Tony doesn't either. And Tony doesn't either. Yeah. 
um, oh. and she's doing his laundry, and uh, which kind of reminds me of when she smells his laundry, but way back in season two. But mm-hmm. I feel like she's sort of gotten past that. It's actually that line before. Right, to, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, the whatever you boys do line. Yeah, like she's giving him the go ahead, right? Yeah, that's a look, right? Yeah, as they'd say in the mafia, you know. Yeah, a look, right? You gave it that. That's the go. <laughs> like I like how you said that in the mafia terms. Also, that's the go ahead. That's the go ahead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, you do whatever you boys do when we're not around. And it's like clearly sticking your dick in stuff. Yeah, she's saying like it's it's cool this time. It's cool. Well, I, or forever. It's cool. I'm gonna put up with it forever. Basically. Well, now would be a Unless, good time because I won't be around. Right. I guess is what she meant. Okay. Yeah. But like. Tony finally cheats on her. Yeah. Again. So that's right. For the first time ever. For the first time again. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it was a long time coming. Sorry. I'm like, it's Easter and I'm blowing up from the... the these, <laughs> these these mix. These All Irish the mix are blowing Catholics, up yeah. these days. Um, uh, uh, great. Now we've been derailed. Let's start over. The stripper with the blowjob and the whatnot. Right, right. At Easter Sunday. Um, <laughs> we're, we're talking about the show still. Like a good Easter blowjob. Yeah. Um, that's a... That's a really graphic scene where he's getting the blowjob. I love yeah. how they do that. They trick you also um, with the same shot in uh, in 6B when Tony's getting the blowjob on his birthday. Oh, and right. And they start out on his face and he's doing that like, oh, oh, oh all that <laughs> shit with like the weird. Gandolfini did a great job with those. It's like hilarious watching him like yeah. go through all that. Stuff. And just when you think he's done, it's like, oh, oh he's, he's, he's still yeah, going. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah it, must, it must be so embarrassing to be an actor. I could never do that know, for 12 takes in a row. That's the problem. You know? And she didn't even really have to be a part of that. She just had to like sit up after a while yeah. and like laugh about it. Yeah, and she's uh, spitting it out into the napkin. I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, yeah. it's graphic, but it's not graphic. You know what I mean? Right. Didn't, isn't she the one that says something about like how she bought like new paints or something like that? Or does she do it eventually? Possibly. I had this that memory already of happened her. to me, or that's coming up. I can't remember. Mm. What episode is this? <laughs> um, one. Yeah, <laughs> we just started the pilot. It always feels like that. Like, yeah. have we we either have or have not, or both talked about everything else? Yeah, <laughs> you know. And if we haven't, we'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> that's always. Yeah, we'll always be getting to it. Yeah. Um, but. I just love it. The scene of him just like hauling ass in his Escalade listening to ACDC. And like, I don't know how on the nose you feel this is, but the the whole back in black thing. Mm -hmm. He's back, baby. Yeah, yeah. I think that was supposed to be... Yeah, I think you're supposed to pick up on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fact, I loved after he finished, you know, with his bl- with his blowjob. His blowjob. Receiving his... Gi- I mean, he was giving something, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He just said, I'm back, baby. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, was, that was great. And then he put sunglasses on, yeah, which was exactly. interesting. He's also wearing the Angus Young shorts, <laughs> which I thought was a strange choice for Tony. schoolboy outfit. Yeah, but he looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Tony doesn't dress up much for Halloween, I would imagine. Probably not. He there likes be... strippers too, though. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the Bing on Halloween was amazing. Yeah. By the way, have we said RIP to the Bing in real life that Satin Dolls is gone? It's There's reopened. Fish- Oh, it reopened? Yeah, it cl- uh, got closed down for something, and then apparently it got reopened. It got closed down for, like, a uh, uh, racketeering-type thing, <laughs> I thought. Like, it, sat, right. it was, like, eerily similar to a, a Sopranos plotline. Um, um, Satin Dolls in, in Lodi, New Jersey, I believe. I think I, I saw a thing this week, actually, that it reopened. Oh, well, if it is, we have to go. It closed in December, mm-hmm. and then... Yeah, there was a thing, a news thing, a news thing in mm-hmm. in the News Jersey. Mm-hmm. Why isn't it called News Jersey? They the missed, newspaper. They yeah. totally dropped the ball there. Yeah. Um, I saw something on Facebook that it's back, and I that's say. where you get news now. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, right. They are a media company. Yeah. Um. So Tony is back. Uh. Also interesting that in we uh that Juliana is uh here in the beginning of the episode, and so. Like right from the get go, we can kind of assume that Tony's maybe feeling like uh, a little sexually frustrated. He's like reaching out again to her, yep. although he doesn't know it yet. And I guess we don't really know it yet, but she is uh, with Chris. Yeah, she is with Chris. That's right. Um, He's with her. Who's ducking out to fake AA meetings to probably just go hang out with her. Oh, and- that's what that was. Good call. I, well, yeah, no, it probably he never says I got an a I got an alcoholics anonymous meeting. Like yeah. it's kind of weird how much he like, you know, 
because those guys go run off and do shit all the time. Like, guy, I gotta go. Right. You know what I mean? But he's like, making up excuses. Yeah. Yeah. He's that's a little hinky the way he says that. So I'm glad you mentioned. Well, it's not noticeable your first time through because you don't you'd never expect it. You no, know, my first time wasn't that good. So. Right. 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 <laughs> I was there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but uh, Carmela. So I mean, let's just Carmela. Uh, Carmela has. Um, like I said, she's. I don't think she could really take herself all the way there because, unfortunately, she's not like so educated in philosophy. She also just can't handle it. She gets she she kind of yeah. scratches the surface a little bit, and she's like, ah, "I gotta get back to New Jersey and like make dinner for someone, and I'll feel better." Yeah, there's a couple things she scratches the surface scratches the surface of. For one, um, I mean, obviously, there's the Adriana dream. So she, it's one of those things she knows but she doesn't know that Adriana is probably dead. Yep. Uh, and then she brings up Jackie Jr. too, and yeah, that's that's a really interesting thing. Yeah, because it's another thing that she probably knows somewhere inside what the real truth of that was. Yeah, uh, and Rosalie probably does too. But like, maybe mm, Rosalie is more. I don't know. I guess she wouldn't be hanging out with Carm if she if she like thought consciously that that was the case, but. Yeah. Rosalie's no dummy. No, but, but I can understand why she wouldn't want to talk about it if that was the case. Well, totally, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, we'll see it with we've seen it with AJ before. We'll see it with AJ again next year when he goes through his uh his yeats uh uh phase and um oh, yeah. uh, when he goes back to school for a minute. Um you know, there is I'll without getting too depressing here, there's a lot of sadness in life and there's a lot of and the truth of the the truth that, you know, these buildings around us will probably outlast us and uh and that's just kind of what will be left behind when you know that's a, that's a tough thing tough pill for anyone to swallow yeah and normally when you're thinking about that you kind of push that out of your mind and uh yep 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 you know it's and it's hard to talk about with people you know because other people don't want to talk about it and so there is like this like kind of like fight or debate i guess if you will like yeah. do we talk about that sad truth and like really think about it or do we just do what rosalie does and you know, bang uh, a twenty-six-year-old, year yeah, with a motorcycle, which is cool as fuck. Yeah, um, and he's been to Las Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> so that, that's how I get all the ladies. Yeah, I've and been it, to Las Vegas. And you enjoy the food and the wine, and you know, I mean, uh, you, you know, you have your little worries about whether or not you've lost your glove, but like ultimately, it's just like who cares? Uh, Rosalie's maybe I don't know. It's, it's just like who's doing it right? The the people who like sit there and like philosophize about it, yeah. or the people who are just like I'm not thinking about that. I'm going to sit here and enjoy whatever food is in front of me, whatever art I'm looking at, you know? Yeah. I, th- I think Rosalie's doing it right between the two of them. Yeah. Well, I think that on yeah. the outside, I think that like Michelle is doing it right, you know? Yeah. Well, he's having, yeah. He's, I mean, same. I'm very jealous of him. Really? Just insanely jealous. Yeah. She's, she's so, she's so great. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon Angela, we have an open spot here on this couch. We can, I, I mean, not currently, but we can move someone. We, we can move the dog that's hanging out here. Um, I love the moment, though. I mean, the, I guess to me, it's kind of summed up in the moment where uh, they're in when Carmela has that breakdown when they're in the little like ruins there, right? And, and Carmela just totally starts crying. Although Rosalie's just trying to have a good time, like take a picture and enjoy it. And Carmela starts crying, and then they they hug, and there's that really nice shot of like the ruins around them. And then, like, these two best friends in the middle, and... It's a beautiful shot. And also, uh, Rosalie's humming La Vie en Rose. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, that's like... Which is about seeing the world through rose-colored glasses, you know? Right. It's about deluding yourself, basically. <laughs> yeah, which they do. Yeah. Yeah. Trick yourself into enjoying this. Right. You know? Which, but, you know... That's all... But that's right in there. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. with you. I mean, but... Just the image of these... The, of them hugging in the middle there, I feel like, is just kind of like a great summation of it because it's kind of like yeah there's a lot of like shit all around and uh, a lot of like sad and depressing things but if you have little moments like that every so often yeah that's kind of all you can ask for and they you both know? made a shitload of wrong decisions in life you know that too and that too. like and they're it's nice to see that it's certainly nice to see that also one of the things that comes up toward the end of the series um is that uh apparently they took a picture uh, well, this, I mean, I don't know if this makes so much sense now, but basically there's a photo that Carmela finds when they have to go on the mattresses. Oh yeah. I forget what it is though. It's, it's of her and Ro sticking their he- faces through 
what I don't know what they're fucking called. It's like you know, it's like a painting of someone, but then the head's cut out. Yeah, the thing that Vic Berger posts a lot, but like yeah, post people off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I always thought that was interesting because that's from their their Paris trip, and mm-hmm. um, I always, I mean, I I, I don't I. I don't want to be assigned to a camp or anything, but I always thought that that had like a little bit of a, of a, it was a little bit of an insinuation that Rosalie and Karm are the same. You know what I mean? That they both, so maybe both of them end up husbandless and like, yeah, like yeah. Queens without a King kind of thing. Exactly. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember the scene you're talking about, but I can't picture the picture right now. And, but I do yeah. remember that was a, a lot of people thinking well, we'll, of that was like a lot of foreshadowing at the time. Yeah. yeah we'll right. pi- we'll picture the picture yeah. in a year. <laughs> we'll do a whole picture in picture thing. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be in the little one. And, <laughs> um, but yeah, a nice little scene. It, it's good to see Carmela, you know, out of the Jersey, uh, box that she's kind of stuck in. And Edie Falco, holy shit. She carries that shit. She does. She and, works really great with it. And apparently, uh, according to, uh, to, uh, Wikipedia, she had the flu the entire time. And so no all shit. of her lines are apparently overdubbed allegedly. Oh fuck. Yeah. I guess her, she just lost her voice completely when, when they went over there and that's uh, amazing. Yeah. So, but yeah, she killed it. I mean, between that, this scene, this episode and the, uh, the American girl scene where she's getting real excited down there. Um, great she season. Got that Emmy locked in. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good job. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. We're here to tell you. Um, <laughs> if, if no one else has. No one else has. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Meadows moving. Yep. Kind of came out of nowhere. Yep. Yep. Anthony's. Uh, uh, yeah. Who cares? I mean, I like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, we, finally hear what happened to that Rome trip. They're tying up all the loose ends. It went belly up. It went belly up because AJ ran through a... Uh, a plate glass window. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Like, of course it was that, you know. When was that? So she tells Tony that she's going on that trip after Tony comes back from disposing of Richie April. So that was way back in season two, right? Oh. Right? Or was shit. it the one where she... Yeah, I think it is. It was either that or when she wants the $50,000 for the college. No, but Tony donates it. So it was somewhere. Yeah. It was at the end of season two that she was supposed to go. Right, 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 right. We got some Melfi time. We which did. Which is cool. Um, probably one of the last like semi-effective scenes with her in it because next year. Yeah. Although, actually, no, there's some good ones next year now that I think about it. Well, when she fires him, which is the, my favorite. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah everyone, everyone loves that scene. Yeah. But also, like, uh, after after or before the Las Vegas trip, we get a good Melfi scene. But, but yeah, I mean, she's basically... She's not as effective because Tony's just not trying. He he sort of gave it a go this season when he was turning over a new leaf, but now he's just like, yeah. fuck it. He's back to the old Tony. Well, he's he's starting he's starting his descent into the 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 darkness. You know, mm-hmm. he's like he knows that he's evil and he's okay with it. And with and like with Carm's blessing for him to get a blowjob and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess she didn't say blowjob specifically, but she said BJ. BJ. Yeah. Right. Right. Of course. Um. You know, with with that kind of thing, it's just like you know what you are. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's gonna sort of continue with that, and he's not like trying to wiggle out of it anymore. Yeah, it seems to work for him. You know, I mean, he doesn't get the rashes. You know, in yeah, season season six B. If anything, if nothing else, uh, this show is about self acceptance. I think well, you know, just accepting good. that you're a monster. <laughs> and yeah. there's no changing or, or, or nothing like or, Carmella. Or, yeah, or there's just nothing at all. Um. So yeah, there won't be uh there'll be Melfi next year, but but really from this point on, they're both kind of coasting. Yeah, um, yeah, yep. Which speaking of, I mean, leaving this episode, we'd think that the war was going to start basically scene one next week. No, nope, while, yep. while there's some cool stuff in the beginning of the uh, episode next week, um, uh, great song choice by the one by first of all, and then uh, yeah, also yep. uh, some explosive stuff happening right away. <laughs> oh um, yeah, um, I love puns, but um. <laughs> We, you know, they basically blue ball us until like episode five of next year. Yep, Although yep. there's some like New York murders going on, but, uh, but, but it's kind of, it's sort of just like, what's happening? Is this, uh, but it's like, it's realistic because no one, clearly no one wants to go to war. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And when guys aren't, you know, when I got, when guys are on the mattresses, they're not out earning, you right. know what I mean? And Tony seems to be the only one who can keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's he's secure, yeah, I guess, is what it is. Um, secure man. But yeah, I mean, so uh, next week is actually a pretty quiet episode. It's like the last calm before the storm. Completely. Um, you know, it's the holidays. It's uh, everyone hanging out around the Christmas tree at the end and this nice, like, tableau. And uh, I mean, I guess we'll just talk really about it next week. Really good music. Yeah. <laughs> really good music. Um, but uh, yeah, that's... So we'll see at the crossroads, Vito, Fat Dom, yep, maybe... Yep. Fat Dom, I think, went to heaven. Um, <laughs> he's a good guy. He's yeah, cool. He's a really good guy. Yeah. So I think that just about does it for Cold Stones. That's it. A, a classic. Cold, Cold Stones Creamery. Yeah. Another, that's, that was the original title. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they had a whole scene where they did that whole singing and dancing thing in Cold Stones Creamery, but they didn't do it in the end. Yep. Yep. Um, so would we got it, some Wouldn't it be funny if Vito was working at a Cold Stone? I wish. That would, <laughs> up in New Hampshire. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Um, it should have happened and we should call Chaser and tell him that for the prequel just show us one scene at the end <laughs> yeah that's I think that's it, a good idea it all gets connected um, alright some questions this week some good ones too I think um, this one comes from at Ryan Moore 959-03617 alright great I guess there was another a million other Ryan Moores um, what would AJ be doing career wise in 2018 and would Tony be as keen on the Donald as he was on W or Dick Cheney? I guess. What would huh. what would AJ be doing career career wise? In 2018, he'd he'd have like a vape shop or something. That is perfect, and probably let's face it, a podcast. Oh There's yeah, a really good chance AJ a has a sick podcast. Vape podcast. Yeah, he's vaping and he and tattoos. He probably oh he's covered in tattoos, like yeah. really bad ones. And he probably streams himself playing like Call of Duty or whatever these kids on Twitch are doing and vaping and vaping the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to have his vape. Got to have it. Uh, yeah, I think that's about right. Good. I'm not sure if the movie the movie pa thing would or the development thing really worked out for him in the end unless but he's like a porno recruiter or something he yeah he could just literally be the next little carmine and they call him little tony now oh that's basically where he's going that's a good call yeah all right so, okay so one I of those like things that. cliffhanger he's vaping for sure yeah and uh imagine trying to make decisions and he has one of those big walkie-talkie vapes and he's just like, <laughs> clouds of fruity smoke who the fuck does he think he is <laughs> you know um hernan's probably probably still around in some capacity yeah uh and would tony be as keen on the donald i think that if you are from the northeast you see through a lot of things wow well put if you're let's leave it especially at that. if you yourself work in some uh conning yep type yep. of things yeah he knows he's full of shit yeah um this one comes from at JK Honk or Honky, maybe. Uh, what would Cleaver's Rotten Tomato score be? Maybe it would be like overwhelmingly high. You think? If it yeah. Was like so bad it's good style. Yeah. Or if it like had any sense of humor about it, it might have like a cabin in the woods type appreciation. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. My instinct is that it has a 13%. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> but- that's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> But who knows? The first Saw did surprisingly well with critics from what I remember. Jesus. Because it like, wasn't as crazy well, was, torture was, porn. Well, it was sort of revolutionary, you know? Yeah. And it was like, I think that people were impressed with what they did for such a low budget. Yep. And like one room things are kind of, now we're just talking about Saw. But, but, it's a, a bottle episode. Yeah. It's basically just one giant bottle episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 13%, but you're right. I mean, it could very well be a... Uh, if it had any self-awareness at all, if someone yeah. took that away from Chris and was like, listen, I got this. Um, yeah. It yeah. could be a like, fairly decent movie. And I'm kind of surprised they haven't tried to do something with that. But who knows? Maybe yeah. someday. You might be right. Uh, this one comes from at underscore dreamer 888. Uh, given their personalities, what career would Chris, Polly, and Richie had pursued if they had not joined the mob? Chris, Polly, and Richie? And Richie, yeah. Some interesting. Wow. Interesting grab there. Yeah. Uh, Richie would have been, a I don't know. I think that Richie would have been a criminal somewhere else. Yeah. Some kind. Yeah. Tony would have been some sort of shady businessman. Probably. Or, or maybe not. Maybe like some weirdo football coach. That's possible. Or like a, a precision optics salesman. <laughs> <laughs> Paulie, I can't see doing basically anything else. I feel like actually he'd be in the army. Yeah. Career military. Yeah. I could, I could live with that. Yeah. And Chris would also have a podcast. Yeah, probably. Chris would definitely have a podcast, <laughs> and, and he'd uh, probably be a barista. Yeah, 
not yeah nothing good for him really male modeling yeah well of course <laughs> he'd be a success yeah always has that of course uh all right so this one comes from at z mighty jed if you could get front row tickets to see any band and bring tony soprano as your guest who would you take him to see fuck that's a good question mm. I, I don't know maybe acdc like that would be fucking cool i mean my first thought is steely dan because oh, good just call. because i don't want to <laughs> do your dirty work i would love to see that yeah oh okay yeah you win that's maybe good. that some, i like that some something like that i mean springsteen's maybe the most obvious one um that's true but i think steely dan is a good answer yeah i think that would be a real a fun time yeah um and the last uh, the last uh, question here is from mr p bob bryson <laughs> something like that whatever became of finn I mean, obviously, he's in every episode for the rest of the series, but what do you think happens to Finn after the series? He became a fucking dentist. Yeah. I don't know. That guy's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> probably. probably. I would like to think that, uh, yeah, I guess that's just what he did. Stayed in California. Yeah. Yeah. Costa Mesa. Yep. Did a little surfing, probably. Great bod for surfing, Finn. Totally. Tall, thin. Um, Good place to end. That's a logical stopping point. Tall, thin, Tall, fin. fin. Yeah, I like it. Okay. <laughs> All okay. right. So we'll be back next week. As of now, we are in the final ten episodes of No Fucking ZD and The Sopranos. This is uh wow. This is it. And and we'll be ba- we'll be, we'll be back next week to do you know an episode, but uh, then a we're random gonna, we'll, one. We'll take a little time. Yeah, we'll choose. We're just gonna throw a dart at a board and yeah, choose just one. Figure out. Yeah, it might be the pilot. It might be Kaisha. Who yeah. really knows? Oh, Kaisha. Um. All, all we know is that Ira Glass, we're coming for you. Yeah. I, we're on our way. Yeah. We're we're close. Pretty close to his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true, actually. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, yeah, Ira Glass, you're going down. Um, this is No yeah. Fucking ZD. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>